What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Five Star Jobbers Podcast. I'm Cody. And I am a salty and stacked NXT on Title Tuesday. Gosh, I mean, if that wasn't salty enough, I don't see how more saltier they could get than that. I mean, yeah, other than hearing gong at the beginning of the episode. I was episode. just about to say, have a Teddy Long come out and say that somebody's going to go one-on-one with The Undertaker. That's all they need. And then they've, they've got it yeah. all together. But anyway, or, guys, thank uh, you so Stone, much. You know, throw, throw, throw Stone Cold in there. You know, exactly. Have, you know, have, it, have the glass shatter. Have a six-man tag with Stone Cold, The Rock, Hulk Hogan, everybody. Yep, versus John, yeah, versus John Cena and Cody Rhodes and, <laughs> and Shawn Michaels or Triple H. Yep, 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 and you know it just so happened that that they you know they were I'm sure they were already planning that had nothing to do with AEW being preempted by the the MLB World Series and having to be on Tuesday night. Of course um, it's not. Totally a coincidence. Absolutely, <laughs> it's not Triple H wanting to get back at AEW for beating NXT. Not of course all. not. No, there's no hard feelings whatsoever. But anyway, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Like I said before, we are on social media. Go check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Five Star Jobbers. Plus, YouTube and TikTok are coming up soon. We will let you know the dates for that. But thank you so much for listening. So if you listen to our previous episode, we made the announcement that on November 4th, we will be in Thomasville, Georgia at Solid Rock Championship Wrestling doing live commentary. And we also mentioned that our good friend Bill Weaver will be competing in his last match at Solid Rock Championship Wrestling. And with that, we want to invite a guest on the show who is the son of Bill Weaver. He is known as the Iron Ref. Please welcome to the podcast, Kyle Weaver. Kyle, thank you so much for being here on the show with us. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. So with this announcement that Bill has made being his last match, I mean, what, where are you, what are your thoughts on it? Like, what's going to be your involvement in this match or in this event? Well, I mean, I've been lucky enough to grow up around my father. He's been in this business since about 1993. Um, So we're looking at about 30 years in the business. Um, He just turned 60 in August. Um, And when Jimmy came to him and said, uh, Bill, I want you to be on the show. And he said, "Okay, but I think this is going to be my last ride, at least for a while. And uh uh, if if my mom has her way, it certainly will be. Because <laughs> <laughs> if mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. Exactly. But whenever I heard this announcement, I just thought that there, there's no way. Because like you said, he's been in this business for over 30 years. But with what he's doing now with Freedom Force Unlimited, it's great that he's promoting all these different events and the... Uh, every seat, every 18 or whatever it is. I can't remember exactly what it's called. But, but every 18 inches. But every 18 inches. That's what it is. But it's great that he's still out there being a part of the business still. So even though he's not going to be wrestling after this, it's great to see him still being a part of it and you as well, because I've been able to go to DCCW with y'all and get to meet some wonderful people. So, I mean, I love that he's still a part of the business, but specifically with your role, are you going to be refereeing any matches there at this event for number uh, November four? Yes. Uh, In the past previous years, the last few years, I haven't, uh, been able to be at the shows um, for the first couple of, of uh, yearly shows that he did. I was able to be there. Um, I'm just coming back into it, just be, uh, freeing myself up up again to be able to referee at the show. 
uh, and I'm really looking forward to uh, rejoining the Solid Rock family uh, and uh, bringing Stripe Style back to Solid Rock Championship Wrestling. I like that, Stripe Style. So talking about November 4th, have they made any announcements as to who Bill is going to be facing in his last match? Obviously, there's been names that have been bantied about. Uh, Jimmy uh, actually came to my dad and, and was like, is there anybody in particular that you'd want to wrestle? Um, and I mean, my dad threw out names, um, a couple of which are actually not even alive anymore. Uh, shows you how old he is. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's a... He, it's going to be interesting that he's going to, he's was in WCW. He was in WWF. Um, so he's alongside some of the other uh, hall of famers that are going to be at the show on November the 4th, uh, barbarian, the warlord. Right. Um, Jimmy people's always goes above and beyond to in past years. He's had Ron Simmons and Teddy long uh, come to his show. So he, he, he tries to, to go big every year. And uh, it's very funny that the warlord and barbarian came up because uh, my dad actually wrestled them in WCW. So it'll be interesting for them to be in the same building again. Well, actually, actually, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off right now, Kyle, but uh, we actually just got a video message from a certain individual that was unnamed, but I, I want to kind of play it for you and just see what we've got here. Give me just one second. Let's see what this says. Here we are, and here we go. November 4th, Solid Rock Championship Wrestling. Order 66, Alejandro Bravo, Elling will be making their debut. Now, from my understanding, battling Bill Weaver, he's, I suppose, having a farewell tour. Now, battling Bill Weaver, you've been a thorn to my side for the past five years. In my business, whether it was with the Big Man Nation in Baker County, a special enforcer over in Albany, Georgia, just in my face, in my life. And finally, you're calling it quits. But how about this? How about you go up against Order 66? How about we, more specifically, I, retire you once and for all? And how about this? You get yourself a partner, but not just any partner. How about you get your boy, Kyle Weaver, the so-called Iron Wrath, the one that screwed me in Baker County and make in McClenny, Florida, about two weeks ago. How about you get your boy, who also has been a thorn into my side in the past five years, and have cost me matches, very important matches. How How exquisite would it be for me for Order 66 to put the end not only on one weaver, but two weavers. So what do you say, Bill? November 4th, Solid Rock Championship, the so-called anti-bullying, because the only bullying that's ever been has been you and your boy Kyle. So how about it? Thomasville will end it. Once and for all, because I'm El Nino with Order 66, where we take care of business. And on November 4th, Solid Rock Championship, both of you will subscribe.
<laughs> well, Kyle, um, I don't really know what to say after that. I mean, what's your reaction to that? Hearing from El Nino in Order sixty six. You know, I, I've I've been refereeing since two thousand eight. Um, my dad actually got me into the to the business. Uh, when I was real young as a special guest ring announcer when he was running his first promotion down in South Florida. Um, and I was given the opportunity a few times to actually become a wrestler, but um, at the time it just didn't seem like the right thing for me. And that's why I went the referee route. But as it's been said, uh, this this is my father's hopefully last match. Uh, and in this business, there's a lot of fathers and a lot of sons that both get into wrestling. You've got the Rhodes family. You've got the Ortons. Um, and how many opportunities do you actually get to team with your dad? Uh you know, I, I I said I'd never do it, but I've known El Nino, like he said, for the better part of five years, and something happened a couple of weeks ago in Baker County where I just kind of snapped uh, and took matters into my own hands, and it sounds like it made a lasting impression on him. It's made a lasting impression on me, and I... I obviously I haven't spoken to my father because I just heard it, but I think I got to do it. I think if my dad's going to go out with a bang, I got to go out with him. Um, and I could think of no better partner to train me and get me ready for my first and probably only wrestling match that I will ever have. Um, But yeah, I, I think I got to accept it. So you're saying right here, right now, that November 4th, going against Order 66, you're going to team with your dad for his last match? I, I think that's the only thing that can be done. It's the only thing that he has not done yet in this business. It's something that again, a kid has always dreamed about. Uh, teaming with his dad in wrestling, and yeah, I'm 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 gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I really wasn't expecting to have this happen here on the podcast or have any kind of announcements like this. But I guess we'll hear more from Kyle and Bill next week on the episode of the podcast, where we'll get to hear Bill's side of everything and see what comes of it from there but i mean as far as we know you heard it here first on november 4th at solid rock championship wrestling in bill weaver's last match it's going to be a tag team match between order 66 and the weavers bill and kyle so called the dream weavers there you go <laughs> but we'll have I more like on it. this uh coming up uh, next episode we'll hear from bill and get his thoughts on it as well and we'll hear more from the people at solid rock championship wrestling but I mean, huge news happening here on the podcast. Like I said, Kyle, thank you so much for being here on the uh, podcast with us. Yeah. 
a little, little different than I thought it was going to go, but yeah. I know. I mean, I had like a whole bunch of notes as far as like interview questions go. I was going to ask you about referee questions, but yeah. uh, now we're talking wrestling. Right. Uh, yeah, I guess I got to call Jimmy and let him know too. Exactly. Uh, thanks. So, but yeah, like I said, I mean, thank you for being here on the podcast and Absolutely. we hope to hear from you and Bill next week and see what yeah. happens from here. Yeah, you yeah, probably need to talk uh, to your, tell tell your dad that uh, that he's that he's going to be in a tag team. <laughs> yeah, uh, he, he might take it better than you guys have. So, but yeah, we'll we'll definitely try and get us both on here, and uh, I know he's going to have a lot to say now that this is. Yeah, now that I'm making it official. Yeah. Right. Like I said, Kyle, thank you so much for being on the podcast with us, and we hope to hear from you soon. Thank you, guys. Well, John, I mean. After that, are you ready for some reviews? Um, yeah, I, 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 what else is there, brother? All right, well, let's get into it. So, you know, this week has been very stacked, especially with the return of Adam Copeland, also known, better oh, yeah. known as Edge. But I'd say this week has been a pretty stacked week as far as because with WWE building up to Fastlane and with AEW having Edge's return. And so, I mean, it just, I mean, honestly, it feels like it's been more than a week. Like in just in the world of professional wrestling, like how much has happened since we last recorded last week? I mean, it feels like so. I mean, there's there's no way that all all that happened in one week. I mean, Edge comes back. Uh, I mean, we 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 talked about it last week. We you know when the when the match was moved when between Christian and Darby was moved to the main event, we said okay, this you know you don't move that to the main event unless you've got a major debut coming. Uh, and you know, I, I stayed up and watched it, and you know, I'm old, so <laughs> I, I had to drink. I, I had to switch from. Uh, I had to switch over to coffee in order right. to make it to the end. Uh, but it was it was absolutely worth it. Um, and uh, you know, I I thought maybe you would hear like a Rob Zombie song or something like that. You know, because he's done. He's used Rob Zombie in the, in yeah. the past. Um, but. I mean, when Metalingus hit, I mean, that it was, was just like awesome. And the fact I that mean, yeah, it was, and the fact that Beth Phoenix did the opening for it. Oh yeah, I mean that. What I think it was like you think you you thought you knew me. It yeah. was just like a slight slight difference. Uh, but you know, he comes out, and you know, you think he's gonna take the chair, but then he takes the chair to Luchasaurus and and uh, Nick Wayne. I mean, first of all, you had the Nick Wayne turn, which was was a shock, and then, uh, yeah, you've got you've got Adam Copeland debuting, and then when he debuts on 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 Collision, I mean, great great promo. Uh, I mean, Dynamite. Yeah, on Dynamite, and well, he also yeah. debuted on Collision too. Oh, yeah, yeah, on Dynamite when he gives the promo. Uh, I mean, just and then yeah, and then on Collision, it's like there's there's so much storytelling going on right now, and he's say he's literally been in the company for like. A week exactly and then you've got yeah everything with wwe and nxt and fast lane um, a lot of shockers actually i mean judgment day losing the titles to Rhodes and uso well judgment day losing the titles to uso yeah, i mean you had dominic lose the north american title last week to um trick williams and then this week winning it back on NXT with the help of the judgment day yeah you've got jd mcdonough who's going to have uh, some serious uh questions to answer damian priest and uh, on monday night raw 
tomorrow. So exactly. or, uh, you know, whenever you're listening to this, it may have already happened, but right. Um, if, yeah. Judgment day, losing the titles, FTR loses the titles to that was a bigger shock. Ricky to Starks and big bill. I mean, that's the, to me, that was the biggest uh, title change shock of the week. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Adam Copeland, that's gotta be the headline story for the whole week. And obviously they're, they're working towards a program between him and Christian and I am absolutely stoked about it. Um, if you if you listen to the way that Adam is talking in some of these promos, I, I really feel like they're going to do a great job because he keeps talking about how he doesn't understand why Christian isn't going along with him. And I am so ready for a, a, a Christian Cage, Jay Riso jay riso promo where he comes out and talks about you know we came into this business together but you've always been given more than me i've had to you know i've had to scrape by with everything to get everything i've ever got i had to leave and go somewhere else to be a champion meanwhile you had the rocket strap you know attached to you since day one you know i've always i've always been your secondary even though i'm better than you like i i i'm ready for that promo i'm ready it's gonna be great for those guys to to clash it i mean it's got me so i'm so excited and then if you've also been reading the dirt sheets uh one phil brooks is not so far away from inking a deal with wwe See, and I thought that was so far from ever happening, but now that things are starting to go I mean, AEW's yeah. way with Adam Copeland signing, it's starting to look more. I think and more that's possible. definitely nudging them in that direction. I think, uh, I think the the nice gloves are coming off. Um, I think signing Edge, you know, after all the years he's been with the company, I mean, he's a WWE Hall of Famer. Um, after signing Edge, I think that you know some of the some of the gloves are coming off, and you know you look at what's going on with this week's NXT and how they're stacking the deck uh, against AEW with NXT by bringing in Paul Heyman, Cody Rhodes, uh, John, John Cena, Cena, and Oscar. Oscar, I mean, yeah, like they're they're doing everything they can. What was that? That's like I said. I was saying like a little salty much. Oh, there, yeah, there, there's, I mean, I definitely think there's a saltiness between AEW and NXT just in general. I mean, AEW beating NXT in the ratings on Wednesday night is kind of the reason that uh, NXT moved to Tuesday and also probably kind of the reason NXT got moved from the black and gold brand to the tie-dye 2.0, which I'm glad is over. Me and we're too. back to an NXT where there's actually, you know, quality programming and they're building up stars and um it's you know it's 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 finally getting better after the the when vince came in and turned it into 2.0 i just stopped watching entirely and it's finally getting back to a point where it's it's watchable it's it's good and they're you know it's it's more than just a developmental show where you're like why am I, why am I watching this? Like, you know, no, nobody here is, is ready. They're not really telling compelling stories. They're telling great stories and it looks like it's going to ramp up and get even better. Right. I mean, 
we'll just have to see how things go. But honestly, I don't see even with John Cena and Paul Heyman being on NXT, I don't see them beating AEW in anything this week. But you never know. The stranger things have happened, and we'll see how it goes from there. But I kind of want to get into our... Uh, yeah, it's going to be Adam's debut. Yeah, exactly. I kind of want to get into our uh, high spots and botches for the week. So I didn't want to go right off with Edge's uh, return because I feel like that's a mutual thing between us. But my high spot for the week was the reuniting of DIY. I, th- I thought that was a great way to end off Monday Night Raw. And that also kind of tied in with my botch for the week, but I'll get to that in a little bit later. But that's what I had for this week is the reuniting of D- DIY. What's your high spot for this week? Um, I guess the high spot of the week. I mean, if we're not talking about, uh, if we're not talk- talking about edge returning, I-, I would still say my high spot for the week, um, uh, would probably be the promo between edge and Christian on, on dynamite. Um, uh, you know, like I said, it was just it was laid out really well. It's setting a really it's setting up a really good story. I mean, the way that Christian Cage, you know, he works as a heel is he's just such a smug, arrogant jerk, and uh, the you know just the, the way the crowd was feeding into the to the whole promo itself. It was, um, you know, it it was. It was. It, it's one of those promos where you know you know it's a work, but it feel it, you want it to feel real, and and it does feel real because those guys are such a, you know they do such a good job of of blending you know fiction with reality. So it was just, just a really solid promo. Uh, so yeah, I'd go with that. That actually being my highlight. I got you. So botches for the week. Like I said before, with the reuniting of DIY, this kind of ties into earlier in the night for Monday Night Raw, but the whole contract signing between Gunther and Champa, I felt like it was just kind of sloppy in a way. Like, not really sloppy, but just kind of didn't really have a good structure to it to help hype it up for doing it that same night on Monday Night Raw. Well, it was, uh, it was having a five-minute segment for what could have what the announcers could have set up in thirty seconds, and it would have had the same result. Right, exactly. It yeah, almost that's... felt like how a match is set up at a, like if you ever go to like a house show separate from a RAW, like where you go and they, you know, you know what the you know what the match is going to be already because you've already seen the card. Right, and, but then they go out there and they sell like we're going to have a street fight tonight. Uh, you know, it was just one of those where, yeah, it just it, it seemed forced. It didn't seem authentic. It, it, just, it, it didn't seem real. It felt like it was just, OK, this was already going to happen in the first place. Uh, this is just getting us there. They could have had the announcers just come on and say, you know, tonight we're going to have a fast lane match. And I mean, it would have just it would have been just as exciting for the people watching at home. And they could have announced it inside during a commercial break. And it would have been just as exciting uh, at the you know, at the actual stadium. So you could have gotten the same result and saved yourself five minutes of TV time. Right. Yeah. That's, that's my botch for the week. So what's, uh, what's yours for the week? Um, so believe it or not, my, my botch for this week, um, the segment with, uh, uh, Adam Cole and the kingdom and, and Roddy. Yeah, uh, it was good. 
but then they played it twice. I guess there were technical difficulties. Yeah. Uh, I guess my TBS didn't have technical difficulties. I don't know whose did or why, but mine did uh, for sure. Oh, yours did. Okay. So yeah. I, 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 I'm on who I'm on Hulu. So I, I, I guess I wasn't watching it live. I DVR'd it and then I watched it later. So I didn't, I didn't have any of the technical difficulties, but uh, I ended up watching the same promo back to back and, you know, it was funny the first time and then like watching it again, the second time it kind of killed it. I was like, dang. Um, yeah. That's not going to hit the same way. Uh, and so not necessarily a botch because they did anything wrong, but just botching production that it negatively impacted how, you know, a promo or a, a, a vignette that the guys worked hard to put together, you know, how it actually ends up hitting and, uh, you know, being seen by the fans. So that was, that was kind of my botch there. Uh, just, it, it stinks that, that, that it went that way. Yeah. And it's just unfortunate, but yeah, it's like I said, it wasn't like a huge thing, just a small minor hiccup, but everything still flowed perfectly throughout the night. They've been so, having a lot of sound and technical difficulties with AEW lately. And I, like I, said, know, I, right? I don't know if that's, if that's a fugazi or if that's, you know, if it's a worker, if it's a shoot, yeah. um, you know, if it's a work, I'll be interested to see what it is. But if it's shoot, they really need to fix their uh, their production team. Exactly. But uh, ho- hopefully we'll see if they can fix it in time. But yeah. as far as the win for this week, you know, both put on great shows. Both put on stellar performances with WWE and AEW. I almost wanted to give it a tie for this week. Just because for everything, but no, for this week I had to give it to AEW. You have to give it to AEW. They signed they they signed Edge. They signed Adam Copeland. Yeah, exactly. They signed. They they. I mean, up until this point, they've not signed a quote unquote WWE guy. Right. Like they've signed guys who have been in other promotions, were made in other promotions, were over in other promotions, and worked in WWE. Exactly. Daniel Bryan was an ROH guy before he was a WWE guy. Right. He was a Japan guy before he was a WWE guy. Big show, Chris Jericho, ECW, WCW, you know, you know, they were over before they came to WWE. They had long careers. Uh Claudio, John Moxley, CM Punk, all of those talents were over somewhere else and were never full on WWE guys. Adam Copeland Edge debuted. You know, like sure he worked some minor indies and stuff, probably, you know, in the in before he went to WWF. He was Sexton Hardcastle in independent <laughs> promotions before he was in the WWF. But you know, he debuted, I want to say it was either late ninety-eight or early ninety-nine, but he debuts as Edge. And, you know, the character itself sees many evolutions over the over his career, but from you know, the end of the 90s until just a few weeks ago, that guy's career was WWE. Exactly. And it's like you said, WWE has been his life. And the thing that I liked about whenever he made his debut or made his switch over to AEW in the post that he made on social media, you know, for a lot of people that say that he betrayed WWE by going to AEW, the thing that he said is don't be a fan of acronyms, be a fan of professional wrestling because He's still a part of the business. He may not yep. be a WWE guy, but he's still in AEW. He's still in professional wrestling. So for true professional wrestling fans, 
this is a great day. This is not yeah. a, a moment where it's WWE versus AEW. This is a great moment for professional wrestling in general. And that's what we like to address on the podcast as well. Is like we're not fans of acronyms, although we do like to give our reviews on who did better for the week and who didn't do quite as well. But it's not all about acronyms on this show. It's all about professional wrestling. And we try to make sure of that through every episode with you guys. So yeah, I, I look at professional wrestlers and promotions like, you know, and you know, you and me are both musicians, but I look at it like an artist, you know, or a musician in a band exactly you know, with, a, with a group. You know, you you by working with a different group of people, you're gonna get a different sound out of yourself. Uh, you know, like you got rage against the machine and you got audio slave. Right. You know, you got sound guy, you got you got a guy from Soundgarden, you got guys from Rage Against the Machine, they make audio slave. You got, you know, uh the guy from uh uh, Stone Temple Pilots mixed with uh, what was the be- with with Slash and a couple other people, and you have right. Velvet Revolver. Exactly. Um, you know, Pearl. You know, you've got so many different you know different people that they they create different art together, and you know Adams created art with a lot of different people in the WWE, and now he's ready to create that. He's ready to create different art with different people that he's never wrestled with, and for someone like Adam Copeland who was told, you know, almost a decade ago, you can never wrestle again. And honestly, if you, if you land on your back too hard, you could slip a disc and die. Right. Like for him to have done all the work that he did to get medically cleared. I, I don't blame him one bit for not wanting to be relegated to legend status and only wrestle five or six times a year and basically the same people you've already wrestled multiple times before and you know basically see yourself all that work you did just to see yourself kind of age out not doing anything you've never done before this is a guy who loves the business he loves professional wrestling he's been a fan his entire life of course he wants to go and and wrestle daniel bryan and wrestle john moxley and wrestle kenny omega and if anybody anybody who's harsh against that it doesn't even make any sense to me. It's like the the guy wants to give you art. He wants to give you a better show. He wants to give you a better uh, version of himself than you've already seen before. Um, if it wasn't for, if it wasn't for wrestlers going from one place to the next, you know, you wouldn't have, you never would have had the NWO. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it just, I mean, it's like you said, don't be a fan of acronyms, be a fan of professional wrestling. Yeah, I don't I don't really get anybody who's kind of I I I honestly I don't really know them, but obviously they're there. You see the internet. I just I don't get I don't get the brand loyalists. You know, I grew up during I I you know, I I I cut my teeth on wrestling and grew up during the Monday Night Wars. Like I was a I was a WWF guy like if I had to ch- like I was I'll say I was a WWF guy in the sense that it's like I turned on WCW at eight o'clock. And I gave them an hour of my time to hook me. And if they didn't have me hooked, which most of the time they didn't, I would flip over to WWF and watch that. But I would also flip back to WCW and, and watch both. You know, it, right. it was I, I as a fan enjoyed both and it made my viewing better. And I remember when the Monday night wars came to an end and it was so exciting. Cause we're like, Oh, now we're just going to have all these talents come. Cause you're naive. 
and you don't understand how business works. So you're as a kid, I was like, oh, you know, all these talents are going to go to WWF now, and it's going to just be one super jack promotion. Obviously, that's not how it went. Um, you know, we never got the Goldberg versus Stone Cold. We never got Undertaker versus Sting. Um, you know, I never got to see. You know, I never, I never got to see like Lex Luger and Buff Bagwell versus. Um, you know, the brothers of destruction, we ended up getting Jim and O'Hare versus the brothers of destruction. Um, it, you know, it, it was what it was, but see, now we're getting those matches. We're getting those super matches, not those, of course, not the attitude era, but we're getting the, you know, the matches that you never thought you would get. Exactly. Like the fact that we saw Daniel, that, the fact that we saw Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson against Zack Sabre Jr. You know, at Wrestle Dream, a, a decade ago, you know, so you never thought you'd see Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan ever wrestling again, and there he was, right, wrestling in a you know in a match with somebody who, you know, people will contend is is his the only person that even holds a candle to his you know in ring technical acumen. So, uh, we're 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 living in, in you know people. I don't know if people realize this or not, but we're we're living in the next renaissance of professional wrestling. I agree, one hundred percent. We've been out for, for many, many years. You know, where there, you know, there's been decent wrestling, but you know, WWD, you know, really did kind of hold all the cards. And unless you were like a real big into digging into getting this and that here, I mean, it's easier than ever to watch wrestling. And there's so much good content. Just watch as much as you can, as much as you can, and don't sit there and not watch anything just because of an acronym. That's stupid. It is. It's very stupid, but. Like I said before, guys, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. We are on social media, Facebook and Instagram, YouTube and TikTok is coming up. Trust me, guys, it is coming up and you're going to love all the content that we have in store for you. And we want to also make mention of the events that we're going to be coming up for October 21st. Hope Championship Wrestling in Thomaston, Georgia. We will be doing live commentary for their event and it's going to be great. Go out and see it if you're in the area. Also, November 4th. We're going to be at Solid Rock Championship Wrestling. Like we said before, we made a major announcement tonight here on the podcast. Both the Weavers, Bill and Kyle, will be wrestling against Society 66 in a tag team match in Bill's last match ever. I, I still can't believe that we had this announcement come up on the podcast. I think this is probably one of the biggest announcements that we've made so far as far as wrestling and everything goes. But I mean, I can't believe. Yeah, I can't believe that guy would actually call us. Right. To talk to us about, you know, challenging uh, Kyle and Bill to to a match. I mean, that's like I mean, we're 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 buddies of Bill, but I don't understand why he would he would he would involve us in it. But I'm I'm you know I'm I'm glad that Kyle you know took the took the reins on that like a man and is 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 you know answering the challenge. Exactly. And I hope I hope Bill and Kyle beat. Order 66, you know, down harder than uh, Jar Jar Binks. Exactly. I mean, and I was at the event at DCCW with the whole interaction with him and El Nino. I mean, justifiably so, because El Nino was getting in Kyle's face, shoving him and everything. So Kyle had every right to do what he did. But again, refs are supposed to be impartial. So, but I can't make a decision as to if he did the right thing or not. All I can say is that I hope that. They can both come to a consensus as far as this tag team match goes, and we'll see what comes of it. But when they face Order sixty six at Solid Rock Championship Wrestling, 
Well, I, I like I said, I'm 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 all for the dream weavers. I'm I'm team weaver. So, you know, Absolutely. I, said, I hope they I hope they uh they uh knock out the storm of El Nino and uh Order sixty six falls. But uh yeah, guys, you know, we, we we hope you will go out and see the shows. I mean, these are great shows being put on in your local area. Come out and see us. We love okay. to see you. I mean, if you're listening and you're you're in the these local areas and you can get to a show, we'd love to see you. We'd love to talk to you. We uh, want to meet all of our fans. We want to see all you guys. We want to talk with you. Come to the events at Thomaston and in Thomasville, Georgia. And we're going to be at more events in the future. Those will be announced in time. But thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting us. And as always, keep it five stars.